0: understand that you have to change. Don't sit there and go, well, I'm not very good at doing sales. I'm really great carpenter at building stuff. Or, um, you know, I don't get in. I just use, you know, spreadsheets. I'm not into, you know, looking at different technologies. Or, um, you know, you might say, well, I'm okay with my Excel spreadsheet and my, my Microsoft Word. I don't need to step up. You know, I think they're they're the stumbling blocks because of the lack of adaptability and agility you're going to wonder why in five years your business hasn't progressed. And and the reason is, is because you bottleneck your own business. How old are you going to be before you start to experience life like you want it? I want to tell you right now, whether you like it or not, there is a better way to do business. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Business for Builders podcast. My name is Max. I'm your host. I'm the CEO at Smith & Sons here in Canada. And it's great to have you along for the ride for today. Um, If you are a long-term viewer, uh, we appreciate your longevity and you hanging in there. Uh, And if this is your your first time you're hearing uh, my voice, then welcome, and uh, I really hope you get something out of it. So um, uh, always be sure to like and subscribe, hit the bell, all that kind of good stuff, and uh, don't forget shoot me uh, some comments down below. If you've got anything that uh, I might be able to help you with or you've got some queries with. Um, The other thing is the the Business for Builders VIP Facebook group. That's a private group. Get across there. It's got some good stuff. We're trying to build a community there where there's some collaboration, some camaraderie, and, you know, early days yet, but um, we really want to use that platform to um, do what doesn't happen in this industry, and that is where we get a little bit of, uh, you know, some back channels going on between builders and general contractors and just chatting about um, you know how we can make our businesses better because i tell you there is so much opportunity in the marketplace um, we have just got to be better operators that's really what it comes down to the more you learn the more you earn so that's what that is all about it's all about stealing with your eyes and ears uh and if you want something uh, you know specifically catered for be sure to hit me at max at businessforbuilders.ca and i will um i will get back to you as promptly as i can so um beauty let's get on with it um Yesterday, today is a Sunday that we're recording this, so we've got a little bit of a change in the schedule. Um, but uh, yeah, last uh, or yesterday, uh, the rock and roll band that I'm part of, the Rolling Stones tribute band, we got a third place in a battle of the bands out of twelve other bands, and so we're really keen. We're going to drop some snippets on uh, TikTok. So if you're a TikToker and you're following Business for Builders, we're going to throw a little bit of stuff out there that'll that'll get you laughing. That'll be good for a giggle and. Um, yeah, but it was uh, yeah pretty good time. So I'm looking forward to doing more. Okay, so today steak and potatoes as usual. I uh, just want to get you something that you can think about, give some consideration to, and uh, and look at the possibilities of implementation if that information uh, is going to uh, you know change the way you go about and think about doing business. So um, the other thing we're doing this weekend uh, is we've got uh, in town here. We've got a local um, slow pitch baseball competition. And uh, we're up there uh, doing a bit of volunteering. And so, um, you know, it got me thinking. There's a, a saying uh, by the name uh, – guy, a guy by the name of Frederick B. Wilcox, uh, he, uh, he dropped the quote. Uh, he talked about you can't steal second base with your foot on first. And, um, but the, the whole quote for that actually goes, progress always involves risk. You cannot or you can't steal second base and keep your foot on first. And so, you know, as I'm sort of there volunteering and there's a whole bunch of, you know, baseball, uh, you know, tournaments or, or matches going on, um, yeah, this this come to mind. I'm always thinking about business, always thinking about you guys and girls and uh, wanting to add value. And I thought this would be a good one to chat to since I knew we were doing this this afternoon. Um, and just to, just, to, just to discuss the, the, the prospect of uh, or the metaphor and, and how that might affect or apply to your general contracting or subcontracting business for that matter. And so, you know, I've got four points down here and that I've drawn out of that type of uh, program because it's very easy to just skim over and go, yeah, 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 I get it, Max. I've heard that before, blah, 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 right? But what I, what I didn't know because I'd always heard that you can't steal second base with your foot on first, I didn't realize that he he really prefaced that part of the quote with progress always involves risk. And so, you know, for you guys and girls that, you know, want to build a general contracting business and you want to be, a you know, a bit of a gangster, uh, in the construction and contracting world, um, understand this, it doesn't come easy. And I think, you know, I, you know, I keep, I just had this think, thought right now. It's like everyone can drop entrepreneur in their Instagram profile or whatever. Um, but, you know, you can't go and drop, you know, I'm a professional basketballer because you've got to back that shit up. Um, it's easy to do a search and figure out whether you're, you're full of it or not. But when you say you're an entrepreneur, that's really hard to qualify and to debunk that, you know, or, or qualify or confirm that that you're you an entrepreneur. So, um, you know, I think when we're talking about success in business, I think potentially we can we can play it down, we can do it a little too flippantly, uh, in my opinion, uh, because I've been around long enough to know that it is a hell of a grind, and I've certainly made reference to. Uh, the climb of Mount Everest um, as as also you know, a comparison to building business and some of the, the dangers and pitfalls physically that you go through to climb that mountain and certainly the pitfalls and dangers associated with developing and business, building a business as well. So let's get cracking. We've got four points here. Uh, we'll get through these as quickly as we can. And, and just think about in your life, in your business, and I've talked about your attitude, sorry, your, your appetite for risk. Some of us, like myself, you know, probably got a, a dangerously high appetite for risk. Others are very much more, uh, you know, uh, they would prefer not to engage at a high level as it relates to risk. And so they're more risk averse. And so, you know, respect to everybody that's in the, the, the talent pool, if you like, in the construction sector, you just do you. Um, there's no there's no best way, good way. It's just wherever you're at. Um, if you are, if you do have a high appetite for risk and you like to, to get cracking and get into it, Understand that you're probably the most vulnerable because if you are reckless, um, you will pay a pretty dear price for that, a pretty expensive price. So let's look at uh, four points here and see if we can't um, get some context for you guys and girls as you want to go out there and, and steal second base. So let's go. Okay, number one, embracing risk and taking initiative. Just like a baseball player... Uh, can't advance to the second base without leaving uh, the safety of first base. A general contractor who wants to expand their company needs to be willing to take calculated risks and venture into new territories. This might involve exploring new markets, investing in new technologies or pursuing larger and more challenging projects by being proactive and willing to step out of the comfort zone. The contractor can position themselves for growth. So, there is something that I've often said that success is built outside your comfort zone. So you are not going to like success in your life, in my life, does not negotiate. And therefore, that means that we actually have to go and step out. We have to get off first base. We go and got to go and take massive action. And so, you know, even though we we have this this mental or we have this vision or this mindset or this view that, hey, I want to be successful and I want all the trimmings of success. Um, a lot of the time we want to negotiate the price of success or we want to try and get it to come to us rather than having to go step out of our comfort zone and go get it so what it right the two parts of this first point is that we've got to embrace risk we've got to understand that going out and trying to develop a business it comes with risk and then what we've also got to do is take initiative and and so we we don't want to be have this entitled attitude that well because I'm a good carpenter I'm automatically going to have a great uh, building company or what what have you it doesn't have that happen that way it's like the further I go down the road in my career the more you know the more I realize how much I don't know so if you're a 23 year old you need to think about that right now and go holy smokes like if you're 25 right now you're half my age. Which you know, I'd give a left arm to go back and give it all, you know, have it tried again, knowing what I know now, I'd be a freaking assassin. Um, and so, and yet you can't do that. So what you don't know, you don't know. So you're doing your best to put it together, um, and that's great. But if you're just sort of fairly, uh, your your activity level is compromised because you're a bit of a freaking seagull, or you like <clears throat> the, the social life too much, um, or you're not prepared to pay, you know. <clears throat> the price a little bit as it, as it relates to, uh, you know, developing and learning as a leader, then, uh, you know, you're going to struggle. Okay. So the second thing, overcoming fear of failure, stepping away from first base in, in baseball involves the risk of being caught or making a mistake. Similarly, expanding a contracting company requires the ability to overcome the fear of failure. There might be setbacks, challenges, unexpected hurdles along the way, but without taking that initial leap, uh, progress is unlikely. By embracing failure as a learning opportunity and persevering through obstacles, uh, you can gain valuable uh, experience and knowledge to fuel uh, your company's growth. So this is kind of, you know, we've talked about, um, I don't know if we've talked about Nike before. Someone said Face, feel the fear and do it anyway. Feel the fear and do it anyway. So hats off to people that jump out of airplanes with parachutes. Hats off to people that jump off freaking decks with a big bungee cord around their l- the leg. Um, hats off to guys and gals that love riding fast on motorbikes. Um, that fear I feel. You know, you're only born with two, two fears. One's the feeling of, of the fear. You're only born with two fears. One's the fear of loud noises, and the other one is the fear of falling. Uh, everything else is, is, is emotionally manufactured by by, the human, uh, by human nature but, um, you know, there's certain things there that I am not prepared to overcome the fear of coming off a motorcycle at 200 kilometres an hour and ending up wrapped around a post. Uh, I am not even, I like to drive fast and maybe I've got some, you know, s- silly, you know, view that you're safer in a motor vehicle than you are in a, in, on, a, on a, you know, a, uh, what do they call it? A crotch rocket. Um, but either way, you know, I, I, th- there's certain things that I just can't, can't come to grips with um, because of the fear of, of failure, because the fear of failure in those certain things, <laughs> to me, is pretty life, life-threatening. life So, um, But, you know, in business, I do not seem to have a problem with that. And I think feeling the fear is okay. I think we talk about, you know, you're wanting to grab those butterflies because that's kind of what we're feeling. Um, you know, yesterday when we jumped on stage, it was quite horrendous because it was a battle of the bands. And, you know, you've basically got to s- sit in waiting on the side of the stage for the, the guys previous to us to finish. And then you've got a pretty, like they're counting down the clock on the setup and you don't get a proper sound check and things like that. So it was it was high pressure, but it really did take the butterflies away because you had no time to think about it. But in the event that you've got time to consider and to think about and you know, you know know understand perhaps where you want to take your business a little better, you will start to feel those butterflies. And I would always encourage people that do, uh, including myself, I get that on race day a little bit, um, is to just to try and really make those butterflies fly in formation. I don't believe that you ever get rid of them. I've been racing carts for a long time, but every time it's race day, um, and you certainly, if you're starting on pole, you really gotta make sure you get, you know, you get you, you time that, uh you, you time that start right, et cetera, et cetera. And certainly, you know, playing rock rolls is rock and roll is the same. Um, yeah, so, you know, you've got to really overcome that fear of failure because you can sit there and worry about failure and and honestly, there's you know, you can just go out there and actually execute pretty well. And you think, what was I worried about? And so, you know, I I think what we've got to do is we've got to overcome, you know, that fear by doing. And I I think, you know, there's there's so much learning that you can do, but at some point – you've got to then go and execute because execution is the game. So um, that's going to be something that really helps you to move, you know, or to go from, you know, base one to base two and steal the next base and get home and bring it home is going to be just that consideration. You go, this might, this might not work out. And, uh, you know, I've, I've been around long enough to feel that fear, but to go and execute anyway. And that's where, you know, if you've got a high appetite for risk and you're comfortable taking risks, um, a lot of the time, not all the time, but a lot of the time, those kind of individuals and those attitudes is really what it takes to do something uh, pretty remarkable. So, um, you know, hats off to you if you're in the middle of something right now and you're trying to put it together. Um, and and there's a lot of, let's call it unknown quantities in the future. And, and there just is. I, I have that in my life right now. There's a whole bunch of unknown unknowns and I've got to look at the long-term game. Then I've got to bring it back to what am I doing today. And there's only all you can do is all you can do. As long as you do all you can do, all you can do is enough, and that's that. And so you've got to be able to release all of the stress out of your system. You've got to be able to get your mindset back in the game. Um, you know, there's you know, depending on the the gravity of the situation that you're dealing with. I know that. I mean, this where I live here in the Okanagan is unreal. Um, you know, the amount of lakes and the drive down to Kelowna, um, it's pretty awesome. And, you know, there's there's lookouts all along the way there and it's a really great, it's really, really nice to use for B-roll, isn't it, Dom? Um, and so, you know, but but to actually, you know, have a place, there's lots of lookouts and you can just pull up and and just think about life and where you're going and really just try and get some context because um, it, after all, it would, it's just money and I'm not going to underpin it. It's it, Your life is better with money than without. Um, but on the journey to creating significant, you know, uh, revenue and income, um, there's, there's a lot of carnage along that road um, and a lot of devastation. So just keep it all in context. Gratitude is a great way for me to overcome the fear of failure. Like what am, what have I actually got in my life that I can, you know, be grateful for? Because what I find is that actually turns my pessimism and negativity into optimism and positivity. And uh, Gary Vaynerchuk says all the time, positivity um, has to get louder and optimism has to get louder. So there you go. Overcoming fear of failure is going to uh, help you You know, steal that second base. Right. Uh, number Point number three, building a strong foundation. In baseball, a, play ne- a baseball player needs a solid foundation and good technique to make a successful steal. Likewise, for a general contractor to expand their company, they must have a strong foundation in terms of their reputation, their expertise, and their resources. Uh, this includes establishing the track record, uh, of delivering quality work, building a reliable net, reliable network of subcontractors, which we've talked a lot about, and supplies, and having solid having a solid financial base uh, by focusing on strengthening uh, your core competencies, you can create a solid foundation that will support your growth aspirations. And so, you know, you got you know, it's one thing, and I completely believe in visualization, and you know, giving you know, putting together a plan and, and putting together goals and having a bit of a vision board and all that sort of thing. Absolutely believe in that 100%. Matter of fact, I've got a three and a half minute, three and a half minute, three and a quarter minute, um, you know, just an affirmation audio that I recorded on my phone that I listen to before I go to sleep and when I wake up because I really want to finish the day in a very positive light and I certainly want to commence and, and, and really start the day in a very positive situation as well. So, um, you know, it's really important that we, as the driver of our business, that we take care of, you know, our internals and the way we think. And, um, you know, we, that's, we're talking about if we're going to go into that day, then we are the foundation. We are the last line of defense in our business. Um, and it's super important that, you know, we are executing in the field uh, as well as we can in the way of networking, in the way of, you know, delivery, product delivery to clients, um, everything across the board that that looks like that we can build a company on the top of because if we don't have that and we've got gaps in our foundation or in our footing then to build a a house or a business on top of that you're going to find you know it very challenging so um, you know look at some of those core competencies you know your ability to communicate your ability to think systemized your ability to pay attention to the detail these kind of things is what it's those little things that can let you down and and it's not so much that a little thing will let you down because you did it once but if you keep doing that you're going to develop that reputation which is part of your core competencies and you're all of a sudden without knowing it developing you're becoming known in your ecosystem as the guy that doesn't get back to you or as as the the builder that doesn't um, communicate you know as it relates to payment schedules and things like that um, and so guys and girls you just got to be working really hard and and develop that and build that foundation I've said this before and I think I copped a bit of a bit of shtick on uh, TikTok about this one but your footings and your foundation walls and everything that goes into the, the 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 engineered structure that supports the you know the whole structure of the home it's the thing that costs the most. There, a lot of hard work goes into developing footings and foundation walls, et cetera. And, and it, and it's seen the least, it has the least aesthetic value. It is not fancy at all. So when you think about those things, it, it's like, well, what a, you know, from, from an outward appearance, you'd go, what a waste of time. But if you get that wrong and don't build the foundation properly, um, everything you do after that is going to be compromised and, and, and can honestly end up being a complete waste of time. So, um, really make sure you're focusing on uh, building a strong foundation and, and doing that through uh, good, good quality networking and looking for good humans. That's always you know part of that foundation building. Okay, number four, the last one: <clears throat> adaptability and agility. In baseball, a player must be quick and agile to be uh, to successfully steal a base. Similarly, uh, as a general contractor wanting to expand the company. Um, You need to be adaptable and agile in responding to changing market dynamics, industry trends and client demands. Uh, You should be open to learning new skills, embracing emerging uh, emerging technologies and adapting their business strategies uh, to stay competitive. So uh, by remaining nimble and flexible, uh, you can seize opportunities and make strategic moves that will propel your company forward. So that's pretty long winded, uh, you know, uh, version of adaptability and agility. But it does speak to the fact that if you get comfortable and you start to creep back into your comfort zone and you're not pushing the boundaries, you, you don't have a hunger to, like it's, a, it's one thing to have a desire to build a big business, but really that is just the title of the book. What goes into the, the various chapters in the pages within that book is all of these different uh, components that will help you, you know, uh, put that that final piece together uh, or that project together. And so, you know, we really want, uh, you know, you as a general contractor to uh, understand that you have to change. Don't sit there and go, well, I'm not very good at doing sales. I'm really great carpenter at building stuff. Or, uh, you know, I don't get in, I just use, you know, spreadsheets. I'm not into, you know, looking at different technologies. Or, um, you know, you might say, well, I'm okay with my Excel spreadsheet and my, my Microsoft Word. I don't need to step up. You know, I think they are, they're the stumbling blocks because of the lack of adaptability and agility, you're going to wonder why in five years your business hasn't progressed. And, and the reason is, is because you bottleneck your own business. See, you're being lazy. Instead of being proactive, you're reeling back into your comfort zone. And so anybody that I know that has uh, achieved uh, success at a, you know, a fairly decent level has always had to push the boundaries, has always had to put, and now pushing the boundaries in themselves. Like they could go home and, you know, sit there and watch Netflix for six hours, or they're gonna go and start watching some YouTube videos, or they're gonna go and start looking into some software, or they're gonna go and look at upskilling as it relates to estimating. Whatever the case may be for you, um, you need to be always uh, ensuring that you have the skill set to give you some options. Because if you're stuck in the 90s, um, you're, you're going to be falling so far behind, it's not funny. Now, it just, it, you can't, and I haven't got a problem with everyone just kind of being in the comfort zone. It's not what I'm saying. If you're saying, hey, I want to build a kick-ass business and I want to build a high-performance business and I want something that's profitable that pays me a solid dividend at the end of the year or whatever, and then you're, you're, you're busy playing freaking call of duty or whatever the heck it is and you're complaining that your business is not successful, yeah, that's that I'm going to have a bit of a problem with, Right. Um, So just be able to keep context, you know, for me as a business developer, um, as a coach to my franchise general contractors, um, you know, there's a part of me that has to always be pushing the envelope, always looking how I can deliver more value, always looking at how I can improve, you know, our current infrastructure, because if I don't and I lose that agility and I, I, I am unable to adapt with changing technologies or improvements in our sector and in our ecosystem you will slowly get left behind. And this is why I say you're either busy living or busy dying. There is no kind of half pregnant. You're not going to get stuck in the middle. If you're not being proactive, That the competition is getting further and further and further ahead of you. Yes, you're still moving forward, but you're, you're not really kicking ass and taking names. And so we're all about building high performance and uh, profitable building companies here. So uh, a bit of a summary, that metaphor, you can steal second base with your foot on first. Um, As it applies to general contractors wanting to expand and grow their company, it emphasizes the importance of taking risks, uh, overcoming the fear of failure, building a strong foundation, and being adaptable and agile in your approach to biz, dev, or business development. So just to finalize um, further to that summary, uh, in baseball, the other team wants to get you out. I've been watching a bit of that happen today. Um, But in business, uh, there's, there's always a force, seen or unseen, Okay, that could take you out, and in some cases, some minor cases, or in some small case, it might be you. You might be the thing that's holding back your business. So I'd seriously urge to just find some space and start thinking about. Look at your history. What gives us the advantage as a Smith and Sons operator is the historical data. Whenever I'm talking to a client on the phone, it's always about, hey, talk to me about you know what you expect this bathroom renovation or this kitchen or this addition or whatever the case may be. What's your expectation? And they will always have something along the lines of, well, Max, I think it should cost X, Y, Z. And then I will sometimes ask him, i say, so what research did you do to come up with that number? And usually it's pretty thin. Um, but then then what I say to them is I say, look, you know, I haven't seen your place perhaps. I haven't been out there and you're not a builder. So your expectation, I think, might be just a little bit undercooked because they normally all are. Um, And what I would say, this is where the strength of historical data comes in. It's like, well, based on our experience and historical data as professional renovation and remodeling general contractors, we find that our kitchens normally start at 50,000 and could go as high as 150 or more, depending on your level of finish. And so, you know, for you guys and gals who are wanting to develop a business and maybe you're sitting at the beginning um, and you've got no historical data, that's kind of a good thing. But guys and gals that have been around for 10, 15, 20 years or more, they can actually sit there and reflect and, and, and in retrospect and look at why is it that the business never progressed? And so that historical data, you need to sit down and do some sort of SWOT analysis, analyze the strengths, the weaknesses, the opportunities, the threats within your business, and really nail down the areas that you need to be honest with yourself and go, I actually need help with this. I need improvement around that. And so, you know, uh, look, if uh, that, you know, that always brings me back to, look, you need, you're going to need a coach. So uh, we'll talk a bit, a bit about uh, a bit about coaching next episode. So um, yeah, progress always involves risks. So, uh, build the business safely and securely. Mitigate the the, the the damaging influences that risk can have on your business, but take risks nonetheless because you can't steal second uh, with your foot still on first. Email me, max at businessforbuilders.ca. Check out uh, Business for Builders VIP Facebook uh, group, private group. Hit the join button if you're good, sort of let you in. And, uh, and be sure to like and subscribe here on our YouTube channel as well if that's where you're viewing this. Uh, Go build a kick-ass business. See you on the next episode. Cheers.